When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Takes a shot. Here's Kelly Davis, wide open. Davis. Still going, and he's in for the touchdown. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know and that's the q Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And I am very happy to have with me an old friend who has been covering the Jets for, what is it, something like 15 years now. Amazing for the Associated Press. Also happens to have the best taste in music on the Jets beat. So we're going to have to throw in a little bit of music talk at some point because that's just how we roll. Dennis Wazak Jr., the Jets beat reporter for the Associated Press. We're going to talk a lot about everything he's seen in training camp, the preseason, his expectations now after having seen all of that, and everything involving the New York Jets right now. Dennis, welcome back to the show, man. Great to talk to you. Hello, Scott. How are you, man? Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm amped, man. I am amped. And the main reason I'm amped is because for the first time in a long time, and I'm sure you've noticed this because I think 2005 was your first full year covering the Jets, right? 2006, I was a backup in 05 and 06. I came in uh, with Mangini, basically. So that that was my first year. And uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been quite a ride since then. Incredible. I was right then. I said 15 years. So I'm going to pat myself on the back, Barry Horowitz nice. style. But for the first <laughs> time in a long time, perhaps really since the Mangini years, this team is stocked with a lot of young talent that could start right away. And there are high expectations for a lot of them. Obviously, Wilson, Elijah Moore, Elijah Vera Tucker, Michael Carter, we know about that. But then even guys like Hamza Nazaraldine 
and Denzel Mims has started to show up a little bit more. I know there were problems early on in training camp. Jamie and Sherwood, you could go down the line, but there's a lot of youth here and some real hope for the long-term future for the Jets. Is that the vibe that you're getting when you talk to the coaching staff and when you hang around the locker room and such, that there's that vibe of long-term optimism around this team that has had a dark cloud around it, if we're being honest, for a really long time. Yeah, no, no doubt about it, because I think, and like we've talked about this in the past, you know, it starts with with Sala as the coach and just kind of, um, you know, setting that vibe, setting that optimism, like, you know, at a higher level uh, that, that, than we've seen in a long time. And then you throw in the rookie quarterback and Zach Wilson, and that's a, the guy that you hope can grow and move forward for years, you know, and be, and be that guy. Finally, you know, this, this, this quarterback that this franchise has been searching for, for decades, you know, somebody who could be a consistent winner, a consistent, um, you know, performer and be able to kind of lead this team. And then you go from there and you, and you see all of the pieces that are kind of being assembled here. And like you said, there's so much youth. It's so many different parts of the team and areas of the team where you're talking wide receiver, uh, offensive line, linebackers, even the defensive line. And then obviously in the secondary, especially a corner there, I mean, it'll be tough for them and for fans to have a, uh, just like kind of a realistic expectation for them to be good right away because there's so much youth, but they have so many pieces that can really develop and move um, in a positive direction going down the line over the next couple of years that you have foundation pieces, you know, that you can really have um, and rely on moving forward. And, and I think that's what causes that optimism um, that there's a, a real youth movement and, and guys that, like you said, I mean, all through the draft, from first round all the way through fifth, sixth round, you're going to have guys who will have significant roles right away. And and that's that's the sign of, obviously, a young team, but a team that, that's really building a base. And I think that's what you have to keep in perspective, even if they have some tough losses uh, during the season that, Man, you know, some of these guys are getting invaluable experience and and not just guys who are being thrown into roles, but guys who are going to be expected to perform in those roles for years to come and not just fill as fill in. So I think that's where you're going to see a lot of the, uh, you know, the good that will come out of this. And and really, I think that's what Joe Douglas is, is really focused on uh, bringing to this team at just having young pieces that they can build upon moving forward. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Dennis, let's talk a little Zach Wilson. He's the straw that stirs the drink right now, and you've been around him in practice. You've interacted with him, asking him questions, seeing him in the press room, so on and so forth. On a scale of 1 to 10, not just as a player physically, but also as a leader, the way that he conducts himself, the way that he handles the press, where would you rank him? How impressed have you been with him on a scale of 1 to 10? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a hard to say. I would say, you know, he's up there, though, like an eight. You know, I, mm. I think he hasn't done anything, you know, wrong, so to speak. You know, it, it's he's handled himself well. He's he's answered the questions the right way. I mean, you know, maybe maybe he's a nine at this point. You know, I, I, I like um, his approach and, and he's he's very polished. He really, from that perspective, reminds me a lot of Sam Darnold, he, who was very impressive. When we dealt with him, he was he he knew how to answer questions. He knew how to handle the media. Um, it seemed like he knew how to handle the spotlight. And I think the same goes for Zach. The one thing I do like even more so with Zach is that he's not afraid to kind of um, – uh, explain himself and, and go in depth into his thinking. And I, I thought the best example of that was, I think, I think it was either last week or the week before, I mean, training camp, it all just blends in together. But before they went to uh, green Bay, when he was talking about an interception that he threw in practice, that CJ Mosley picked him off and he was saying how, you know, Hey, this, this is where I'm just trying to see what I can do. And, you know, you, you test things out and you see what kind of window you have to throw in and, you know, not to do that in a game and just kind of seeing, and that, that kind of was a real moment, you know, that was a like a reality check, like, Hey, you know, yeah, there's, there's a focus sometimes on the stats in, so to speak in camp, and what guys are doing, but we don't know exactly what guys are doing and what guys are practicing, you know, at, at that point. And it goes to show that it is practice. And he was explaining that he's trying to see what he can get away with and what he can't. And that was a, 
a, a pretty cool way of, of basically telling everybody like, Hey, this is practice. And this is what I'm, this, I'm trying to learn. And this is where I'm trying to do it, you know, and that has to be kept in mind. So I like that. And I, I think that perspective and being willing to share that and kind of like expose that, like, Hey, you know, I needed to see what I could do and not just like, well, you know, we run in a play and we see that. And it's like, no, no, this is his mental approach. That was pretty cool to see. And that's a mature way of going about it and seeing that. And, and it was impressive. So like, yeah, he's, he's definitely up there in terms of, of just the whole package and how he's uh, been able to handle everything. And, and uh, obviously once the season starts that we'll see more and that'll be a, a better uh, barometer of all that. But, but uh, yeah, man, he's, uh, he's passed those uh, tests so far with flying colors, no doubt. Anytime you speak to somebody that knows Zach Wilson or when you hear them speak to somebody else or read an interview they've done, what they say is that he's a sponge and that he's obsessed with getting better and he absorbs things quickly. And it seems like based on what you're seeing right now, he's living up to that reputation early on as somebody who desperately wants to make sure that he can be the very best quarterback possible. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely true. And again, I mean, not to compare the two guys, but I mean, it's a valid comparison. We heard that about Sam, too. You know, we, we heard that he was all football. You you never like during the season, you rarely. Well, other than the, the whole mono episode, you rarely ever heard of anything with him, uh, you know, other than football, because he was so focused on learning and trying to get better and being in the film room and just going over things. And, and that's what you want to see from your quarterback. Now, if you have the talent that Zach Wilson has and you have that approach, I mean, that, that's only going to endear yourself to the, your teammates too, because here's a young kid, number two pick in the draft. And he just, just wants to keep getting better. And then if you're a player on the team and you're like, man, this guy was the number two pick and he's the quarterback and, and he's all football and he's doing it. Well, you know, I want to ride with this kid. So, you know, I, I need to get better too. So I think that has a good impact and effect on the rest of the team because your leader is doing that is doing that work. He's putting that work in. And, um, and I, I think that's kind of the reputation he's, um, you know, showing right now or proving himself to be. So, um, you know, and it's funny, Scott, right? Like leading up to the draft, there's so much talk like, oh, he wasn't a captain or, you know, his players like teammates, some didn't like, I mean, all that stuff goes out the window because none of that matters anymore. It's what is going on um, behind the closed doors in Florham Park, you know, at the facility. And, and right now you're hearing everything you want to hear about, your hopeful franchise quarterback. As you said, important for him to be a leader, even at an extraordinarily young age, but also very important for the head coach, Robert Sala, to be a strong leader and the rest of the members of his coaching staff because Sala oversees everything, but Jeff Ulbrich runs the defense and Michael LaFleur runs the offense, and then each guy has their own unit. What have you noticed so far operating in training camp, the preseason, being around the building in terms of Salah's style, Mike LaFleur, Jeff Ulbrich, all of those guys, and what they bring to this team as far as leadership and exactly what they're going to be expecting from the team throughout the year, 
not just in the games, but from a day-to-day perspective. Well, I, I like that Salah right off the bat that he's overseeing both sides, you know, that, that he's, mm. he's not just defense. And, you know, we saw that the last few years with Adam Gase and Greg Williams, you know, Gase was offense, Greg Williams was defense and that was it. And that in itself, I think causes not a rift, but a, a disconnect in some ways, like through the team, because if he's just letting his defensive coordinator, handle the defense well he's doesn't really have his finger on the pulse of the defensive player so if you're a defensive player you're like well he doesn't really know me you know and he doesn't really he's not really invested in me because he doesn't know me you know and and i think um there was some of that when rex was here too um but but even he would go into meetings and and things I like I think that was a little overblown with Rex because he was known so much for being a defensive guy. But but he would go into special teams meetings. He would go into offense. He would know what uh, Schottenheimer was doing. Um, you know, he would leave it up to those guys to to make their decisions and have, you know, he would have some input. And I think you're seeing more of that type of uh, style and approach with Robert Sala, who Obviously, he knows defense, but he wants to be on top of this whole team. He wants to know what's going on on you know in all three phases of this team and and have some input. And I think that's the good thing. And and the fact that he hired a Jeff Ulbrich, who he knows is uh, familiar with this type of defense and is taking parts of what he likes to run and parts that he ran in Atlanta as well, and and putting that on on field and. Obviously, he has a long time relationship with LaFleur and and knows that system and he's familiar with it. So there's a lot of familiarity there where he's got people he knows right off the bat that he can trust and that he's familiar with. So I, I think that's that's a that's a smooth transition into the season where he's got guys that he's familiar with and, and schemes that he's familiar with and he can kind of oversee them and know what's going on. Um, you know, in all those phases. So it's it's definitely um, been, I think, like I said, a smooth transition for the coaching staff to kind of move forward. And and one of the big differences, you don't hear a lot of yelling on the field, and that's what Salah has, has kind of preached, that, you know, he doesn't believe in that. Like, he's, he's not a yeller, um, a disciplinarian in that sense. And um, the only time you really start hearing some yelling is um, on special teams with Brant Boyer. And uh, like that's his style. But um, I, I think, you know, you're seeing um, these guys kind of uh, assert themselves in a different way on the field and in the meeting rooms. And 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 I like that. I, I like that fact that that there's a there's been a smooth transition. I think that'll help, especially when you've got such um, um, injury issues now and depth issues that there's going to be adversity to deal with. So all these players know that Salah is the guy. He's he's the leader of this team, and that's important. Dennis, one thing that you heard over and over again from people about Robert Salah is that he operates on positive reinforcement, which goes along with exactly what you just said. And I thought one of the best quotes from the pressers throughout training camp with Salah that told you a lot 
about what kind of person he is and his approach to the way that he coaches football and runs this team is when somebody asked him about Joe Judge making guys do laps and yelling at them in front of everybody, he said, these are grown men. I treat them like grown men. That's not how we do things here. And I didn't see that so much as a shot at Joe Judge, more as him telling everybody, this is how I do things. It's not going to be like that here. And there's that fine line that you have to walk. You don't want to be too chummy with the players. I think that was something that became a problem with Rex Ryan at a certain point. But you also don't want to alienate them the way that a guy like Eric Mangini did or to an even greater extent, Adam Gase. It seems like so far, Salah is doing his best to walk that fine line and he's succeeding at this point. Now, we'll see what happens if the Jets start losing games and we're going to have to see how this works out once the regular season starts and there's something on the line. But the way that he's operating right now, when you listen to the way that players talk about him, the people that work underneath him talk about him, and people above him like Joe Douglas talk about him, it really feels like he has an opportunity to be different and that he's carved out this sort of territory for himself where he's projecting a positive image, a guy that when something goes wrong, he'll work with you to fix it, but he's not going to get in your face and scream and yell. That's just not the type of atmosphere that he's looking to have around this team and the players, right? Yeah, I mean, and and that will help, I think, moving forward too because um, I I think – Robert Sala's track record and and what he's already accomplished, even leading up to getting a head coaching job, helped with some of the guys that they signed in free agency. You you heard Carl Lawson and Sheldon Rankins and and Jared Davis, all those guys talk about how they they um, respected Sala's approach and and his uh, you know track record and what he wanted to do with the team. And I think that's going to only be a positive thing moving forward because now he'll have a track record as a head coach. And these guys talk around the league, you know, they know, um, you know, like, Hey man, you know, what is this guy like, you know, should I consider this? And, and I I think that's a a real thing because especially now at this point uh, with the franchise where they're kind of rebuilding uh, if there's a coach who, players really respect and I think that's the that's a key thing the whole respect factor he walks in and has everyone's respect um, which is not an easy thing to do um, I, I think guys that players who will play for him will be able to have a really good feel for what the franchise is doing how they're moving forward and and what Robert Sala is all about and next year during free agency when there are guys looking at the Jets, they'll talk to some of these other players who are on the team and like, hey, what do you see? And um, that's going to help the Jets, I think, um, and, and help Robert Sala establish the culture that he wants to, to have here uh, with the Jets. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so big because, um, and like I just said, it's not easy as a first-year coach to walk in and have the respect of everyone, but for some reason, Robert Sala, like, he's already succeeded with that, which is impressive to me. And I, I think it's because um, he's already um, been a winner as an assistant, and he's seen how um, winning organizations set themselves up and how with their approaches. And, um, and the same could be said for Joe Douglas. I think when he walked in, there was that respect because of what he had done as, as a person under 
guys like you know Howie Roseman and and Ozzie Newsom and just seeing that process um they're coming in as people who have won and that's what all these players want and that's what this franchise desperately wants to see I mean a team that hasn't made the playoffs in 10 years a team that hasn't been in the Super Bowl since you know 1968 season I mean they need some winners and I think that's what that's the vibe that you want to see. So Robert Sala is putting that forward. And I, I think it's only going to help from here on in. And that doesn't mean that if they go, you know, five and 12 this year, that that you know, the shines off. No, Let, let's see how he handles all of that adversity because, you know, if, if the team, uh, you know, handles that adversity well, and Robert Sala does it, I mean, that it, it will, it will be a positive with how the, the franchise moves forward and, and bringing in players and keeping um, a, a foundation together as well. Dennis, what surprised you the most throughout the preseason and training camp? Huh, that's a, that's a good question. What surprised me the most? I, I, I think, um, I mean, it's not a surprise, but all the, like we were talking about before the youth and just how they have, uh, so many young players who will be counted on um, in key spots on the field. Um, and also, I, I think, okay, you know, one of the things I was surprised about was um, the fact that they did not so far get a, a veteran into the cornerback room, um, that they're really, it appears at the moment, that they're going to roll with youth and inexperience there. I mean, bless Austin and Bryce Hall have starting experience. Even Lamar Jackson does at cornerback, but I mean, it's, it's really, you know, it's not established. It, it is an inexperienced group and that I was surprised about. And, and I think to some extent, um, Salah and Jeff Ulbrich were confident that they can get away with that because of the defensive line and what they plan to do up front. And now not having Carl Lawson as that guy who's going to uh, put pressure on the quarterback and also free other guys up on that line with him not there, well, that might not be as easy to do. So I, I think that's the thing because they don't have that depth. or I mean, they have a lot of bodies in that cornerback spot, but you know, not a lot of experience. And, and you know what? The other thing I was surprised about was that they didn't bring in a veteran quarterback other than Josh Johnson. Um, I, I figured they would bring somebody in who um, could act in that mentor role. And, you know, I think Josh Johnson is to ex an extent, but, um, you know, there were some other guys that people talked about, like Nick Foles and, and um, you know, some of those other names that we heard early in, in free agency and like through the off season. Um, so I think those, those are the areas I think that have been the most surprising, uh, to me. Do you think people should be nervous that there isn't an established veteran as the backup for this team? I know Josh Johnson is hanging around who knows if he even ends up on the roster, but are you surprised? And do you think that it's something that fans should be concerned about that they didn't go out and get somebody like Nick Foles? No, I, I don't think concern. I, I think sometimes that whole mentor idea is overblown, you know, because really, you know, th what impact does it have? I think it's always good to have somebody who has experience to just kind of bounce things off of. And here's the thing that I think affects that room even more so the loss of Greg Knapp, who passed away um, because of the, the, you know, being hit by a car while riding his bike 
uh, last month. I, I think that is an even bigger impact because he was going to be the sounding board. He he was the guy who was going to be in Zach's ear, uh, you know, through camp and then through the season as a guy who's you know he's, he had worked with so many quarterbacks and had such experience that as far as a mentor, that was the guy. So I, I think that's the concern. So you have Rob Calabrese, who's the quarterback's coach, who's, um, you know, he doesn't have that experience of a, a Greg Knapp. And I think that's where you kind of, you wonder where, if Zach struggles, where he's going to turn, um, you know, for help. And just to, to kind of get his mind cleared if he's struggling or or even when when he's doing well, having a guy who, can kind of point out some things and I think Josh Johnson can do that I mean he's not Josh McCown he's not Ryan Fitzpatrick he's not you know he's not even Joe Flacco you know um guys who have been there and done that and played in big games and done a lot of things I mean Josh Johnson has been around so I'm sure his knowledge is good but um yeah it's just I don't I don't think there should be a concern but you would like to have that presence at least and and right now it's like there, there's a little bit lacking there. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do with cut downs and who shakes free and all that. Um, but right now, I mean, I, it, you would think that they would keep Josh Johnson to have that because if Zach Wilson goes down, then what? You know, he's playing Josh Mor- um, James Morgan. Yeah, I mean, you're not uh, Mike White's out. You know, he'll, he'll, he's day-to-day right now um, with ribs, but you know, I mean, he has no experience either. So that, that'll be interesting to see uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks. Dennis, Chris Nimbley and Andy Vasquez both said that they're not sure they've seen anything like what Elijah Moore was doing before he got hurt in training camp as a rookie. Now, you've covered this team for significantly longer than both of those guys. Is that true in your eyes? Do you think that Elijah Moore is a unique phenomenon in terms of Jets rookies at the wide receiver position and what they've been able to do in training camp? Yeah, definitely, because I think when you think about some of the rookie wide receivers who have come through um, over the last several years, I mean, just I I keep thinking of a guy like Stephen Hill, you know, and and it's like, oh, you know, he could be pretty good. And no, this guy, Elijah Moore, what he was doing was he was already showing he was good. And he's he was going through rookie camp, OTAs, mini camp, and then training camp, and just lighting it up every time he was on the field. And even on the rare days where I was like, oh, you know, he's had a catch or two, like he has it. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he'll make a big catch, and you're like, up oh, there it is. And that was every day, you know, every day that he was on the field. And so he and Zach Wilson were developing that chemistry, and man, that that part was exciting right there and I hadn't seen that type of of connection where you have a young quarterback and a young wide receiver just being able to um, you know hook up that way um, on a regular basis and making big plays where the quarterback is really immediately relying on this young wide receiver who's making play after play and is catching everything thrown his way Um, you know you you had hoped that would have been the case last year with Darnold and Denzel Mims, but Mims was hurt through camp and, you know, with the hamstrings and all. So that never materialized, but man, like to see what Elijah Moore was doing, that's why they need to be so careful 
with him and the quad that's keeping him sidelined right now that you don't want to risk him being out once the season starts. And it sounds like he'll be okay uh, for week one. It's funny when uh, I think it was Connor Hughes asked him, uh, uh, Robert Sala, about um, whether he has no concerns that uh, Elijah Vera Tucker and Elijah Moore will be available for week one start the season Robert Sala said good God willing and I think that's kind of the feeling around you know Jets fans and like God willing Elijah Moore will be on that field and Zach Wilson will be throwing him the ball because what we've seen so far from Elijah Moore is just wow that's gonna wrap up part one of our discussion with Dennis Wazak of the Associated Press we'll be back with part two tomorrow in the meantime Make sure you're following Dennis on Twitter at DWAZ73 and reading all his work over at the Associated Press. And check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Phenomenal film breakdowns by Luke Grant up right now. In addition to Kayla Pace's commentaries, Pace's playbook, and a whole lot more, check out the videos and subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't done that already. And make sure you give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. It doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital at playlikeajet.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.